Canadian singer-songwriter Sid Carter-West releases her debut single, Blue Eyes. Sid Carter-West, wherever you get your music or at SidCarterWest.com. Welcome to Inside Today's Country, the show that gets the real stories from today's country stars, stories you haven't heard anywhere else. Your host is Tim Black. Tim has been on the radio interviewing the biggest stars in the business and discovering new talent for more than 20 years, and now in his very own podcast. Are you ready? Let's go Inside Today's Country. On this edition of Inside Today's Country, we introduce you to a new Canadian singer-songwriter, Sid Carter-West. Her first single is called Blue Eyes. She hails from Vancouver, British Columbia, where she started her singing career in opera and then moved to mainstream music, where country wasn't her first choice. I wasn't really a country fan um, in my teenage years, but then I dabbled back into it, and honestly, I love it. I love that it can, you know, you can dive into a little bit of a bluesy section with country. You can put a little bit of an edge to it with the rock. And Stick around. We go inside today's country with Sid Carter-West next. The little girl I know, the little girl is so, this is big blue eyes that make my mama smile. excited to welcome some new and up-and-coming talent to the podcast and we welcome all the way from vancouver british columbia canada sid carter west welcome to the podcast it's a pleasure to be on with you tim thank you so much for having me <laughs> so as a new artist how has this all started for you it's a it's a bit of a journey it's been a bit of a journey i mean i've been singing and songwriting for a long time i started singing honestly before i could talk apparently my mom would hear me in the car singing along to the radio, Shania Twain, some other country artists. And uh, yeah, she just kind of knew right then and there that I was born to sing. So she set me up with some vocal lessons at age six, I think it is. Okay. And yeah, I just started getting into it. I trained in opera for a long time, and then I had to stop that because I really love writing my own music. So with opera, unfortunately, you can't really do that unless you're a composer. Um, I was about to say you don't hear the you of... don't hear the people writing opera too often. Yeah, exactly. Uh, not so... much of an op- not much of an opera writing session these days. No, no, no. not at all. So <laughs> I, I really want to dive into contemporary again and write my own songs, and here I am. What was it like doing opera? Let's talk about that for just a little bit because obviously you were quite young doing that. You know what? What was that experience like? Because you don't talk to a lot of people who actually get out there and sing opera. I know. I mean, it was overwhelming and very intimidating at times. I started at age twelve um, with a vocal coach that I still go to to this day. Um, her name's Ingrid Suderman. I love her. She's like a grandmother to me. Um, but yeah, I did that until age eighteen and. And honestly, it was, it's a very competitive um, form of music. A lot of um, 
uh, female young singers uh, train in opera in Vancouver. There's a lot of um, competitions, and it just gets really overwhelming and intimidating because adjudicators will literally sit you down and watch you sing, and then they'll, in front of everyone that you sing in front of, um, they'll tell you what you did wrong and what you did right, and then you wow. either win first place, second place, third place, or nothing. <laughs> so it's, wow. It's, it's quite overwhelming. Uh, so you're ready. <laughs> You've done that. You're ready for uh, for the next step, then, and that is, as you say, moving into contemporary music. No, exactly. It's. Uh, I could honestly say that contemporary is a breath of fresh air for me. Okay. You have uh, done country and uh, you know, a little bit of rock as well. The, the kind of the things yes. you've dabbled in, right? Yes. And why did you settle on country? So, I was really into rock first actually when i you know went out of opera um there's something about you know the freedom of it and you know just being able to be myself be a little bit edgy but you know um also really loud with my vocals um because i do have a really big range mm -hmm. um so it really allowed me to just be who i am as a singer um and i don't know there's something about you know like really hardcore guitar and guitar solos and riffs that just really get me going on stage. Um, but I, I noticed that my voice uh, wasn't really there yet with rock. Like, I, I don't really believe that it was my true genre. So I just kind of, you know, okay, let's play around with it and see what happens. So I tried jazz, uh, a little bit too, you know, more mm -hmm. like diving into the opera realm again. So I tried country and to be honest, I wasn't really a country fan um, in my teenage years, but then I dabbled back into it, and honestly, I love it. I love that it can, you know, you can dive into a little bit of a bluesy section with country. You can put a little bit of an edge to it with the rock, and you can really mix country with anything, I believe, and mm -hmm. it's just like a really, really good way of, you know, writing songs that are very wholesome and down-to-earth and it creates just a really good, um, a really safe, comforting place for me with music. I don't know. There's just something about country that I just really love. Tell me a little bit about who you look up to uh, as a, as a new and up and coming artist. Who are the stars you're mm -hmm. looking? Who are you looking at? Honestly, my favorite right now is Chris Stapleton. I love his range of vocals. He is such an amazing singer and guitarist. He writes with honesty and. Um, He's not really afraid of who he is. You know, he's just very real with himself. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he's not your conventional good-looking guy that, you know, people go crazy over look-wise. He's just, he's very real and raw and genuine, and mm -hmm. I really love that in artists. I love that they can, you know, allow themselves to just be who they are and not, you know, be overly into the whole fame and fortune and, you know, just who aren't into the Hollywood scene, who just want to play music and inspire people and, you know, make people feel like that they can be real with themselves and real with their music and their feelings, you know, and I love that about him. He's just very honest and um, he's truly a poet in my eyes. 
In uh, Canada, you've got some, you know, big people, especially in the, you know, the Vancouver area, the British Columbia area, who have done quite well in country music. We look mm-hmm. at Dallas Smith. We look at Eric Burchette. We look at Wes Mack, who just has a new single out as well. Who have you yeah, connected? Dean who, Brody. Dean Brody. Yeah. Who have you connected with uh, in in Canada? Honestly, I do kind of have a thing for Mackenzie Porter right now. Oh. Um, funny enough. I uh, went to a couple acting classes with her because she's also an actress. Yeah. So I do know her. Like I've I've seen her. I've worked with her, and she's really sweet. And she's not the same, you know, style of country as I am. But I love that I can appreciate pop country, and she really is blowing up into a really good pop country artist. And you know, I, I love she's really taking her um, music to another level and is touring with, she actually finished a tour with Alice Smith and, mm-hmm. you know, and she's just a really sweet person there. You can tell like, she's just a very nice, genuine person. And uh, her music is pretty killer. So she's the pop country. You are the what? Mm-hmm. I am more rock country, more edgy, go. kind of like Chris Stapleton. I'd like to say that I'm a female version of him. <laughs> oh, cool. First yeah. first single is called Blue Eyes, and uh, the question always asked, you obviously wrote this about somebody's blue eyes. Mm-hmm. Whose blue eyes? <laughs> Mine. Okay. <laughs> uh, sometimes you got to ask. you got to ask, was it a guy? I don't no, know. Fair enough. Uh, another, yeah, you know, I mean, another relationship? I've always you never been, know. Uh, told that I'm the big blue-eyed kid, you know, ever since I was a baby, people will be like, oh my goodness, her big blue eyes, and mm-hmm. I don't know, I just wanted to write a song, not totally about my blue eyes, but more about, like, who I am as a person, and, you know, um, trying to find, you know, that person again, because throughout my life as a teenager and such, um, you kind of lose sense of who you are through all the drama and stuff, right, mm-hmm. so... So I wanted to write a song that basically is about finding that, you know, blue-eyed sweet kid again and um, really reconnecting with that person and trying to envision, you know, an adult version of that that kid who is, you know, innocent but, you know, lives freely and um, doesn't fear much in life, just wants to live her life the way she wants to and um, wants to inspire people and motivate people to do the same. Is it the fact that we get caught up in our world sometimes, and that's kind of where you looked at Mm -hmm. for this? Yeah, definitely. So, you know, like people, like personally, I I went through bullying and stuff in um, in elementary school and a little bit of high school, and you know, you get you get pushed down and um, told that you're not good enough, you're not worth it. You know, you need to maybe lose some pounds to, you know, gain more of respect from people or you need to uh, do something this way in order to get, you know, love and admiration from people. And it's it's all a bunch of uh, lies now that I look at look back on it. But as a kid, you know, you're innocent. You know, you, you grow up and you look at the world around you and you look at your parents or you look at other adults and you want to be like that. And cause you, you don't really know that you can be like that, but you know, be you, but people just get really clouded with, with, um, being the perfect person, even though there's no such thing as perfect. But, um, I think a lot of kids, they just really, really get lost within the whole high school thing and all mm-hmm. the drama. And oh, it's, you know, a t- it's a tough time of life for a lot of people, right? Yeah, 
it is. And everyone that, goes through it. Oh, yeah. You know, you're not, you're, no one's alone in that aspect, right? Like, everyone everyone goes through something, right? No, trust me. When you come on the other side, it's a, it's, it's a whole different world after <laughs> After that, it's a yeah. completely different world. Uh, all right, yeah. Let, let's talk a little bit about uh, the fact that obviously being a new artist, what's this experience been like you from from putting pen to paper to getting the song produced, now mm-hmm. releasing it, uh, you know, into the digital world? What's that been like? Um, it's It's been amazing. I mean, to now, you know, have a song out there and people listening to it and really liking it, it's, it's um, really surreal, but at the same time, it's like, you know, finally, right? Because it's a huge process going through, you know, starting in the studio and talking about your inspirations, what you want to write about, and and then putting that onto a guitar or on paper and, you know, creating something and, you know, then going back to it and being like, oh, I'm not really, you know, into that line or I'm not really into uh, that riff and, you know, having to redo it and recreate it and, you know, you, you, it's almost like watching a child grow on its own a little bit. And, uh, <laughs> All right, cool. you know, like realizing that, uh, that it's, it's a huge process and it's going to take time. But then once you're at the finish line where you get to see, you know, the song come out and show off to people and, and, you know, watch them, you know, and their responses with it, it's, it's quite, it's quite eye opening. Is it what you expected? No, not at all. <laughs> How so? Tell me, um, tell me why. Not in a bad way. Um, honestly, more so in a really positive way, in, in the sense that, you know, I had, you know, during my time finding my genre and writing songs, and I, I have a lot of insecurities that tend to come out, you know, and reveal itself, and I have this constant thought in my head saying, oh, is it good enough? Oh, will people like it? Is it really that country? And all this stuff, and you second guess yourself a lot as an artist but once at the, at some point in your in life you just have to be like you know what i've done everything that i can with this song i am doing the best that i can with it i don't see any other things that i can edit or um recreate with it so mm-hmm. i'm just going to put it out there and see what happens you know have, you just kind of have to trust in the song you know have you performed it live yet for anybody i have where was that at? I performed at the Roxy, which is a club in uh, Vancouver. Oh, I know it well. Yep. Yeah, it's. Um, I performed on Country Night, which was really, really fun. I've actually, ever since I was, you know, legal age to go to bars and stuff, <laughs> I always looked at it and be like, I'm going to perform there one day. It's an iconic and here building. Here I am, and I did it, and it's it's amazing. What was the crowd reaction like? The crowd loved it. I mean, the crowd was uh, was really enjoying the the um rhythm and you know some people were dancing to it um a couple of um people that i know came up to me while i was performing it and they were high-fiving me and it's just it was it was quite nice to have that response and it kind of reassured me and confirmed that you know my music is good and you know i am writing for a reason and that i do deserve a place in the music industry and it's it was very it was very nice to um, embrace that finally. Give us give one piece of advice to that next person who is going to be the Sid Carter West. The best advice that I could give to someone would probably be, you know, really work on trusting yourself and um, believing in yourself, you know. And even if um, you don't at a certain time in your life, kind of fake it till you make it, whether it be um, 
just getting really creative in the writing stages and just putting something out there that maybe you kind of second guess, but just try it and see what your producer or other um, team members will think of it. And, you know, just believing in yourself that you do have a place in this world and that you are worth it. And whether it be in music or whatever you want to do, just believe in that and really stick to it and embrace the process because you know people like me like we get frustrated in the process and just want the result to show up but at the end of the day the process is what makes the journey so much more worth it and looking back and seeing all the memories that you did with that song that you wrote that's now you know showing on radios or you're performing it live it's just amazing it's like you've seen it from the ground up, you know, embrace that. The digital world is such a big part of the music industry nowadays, mm-hmm. and so is, so is social media. Uh, how have you embraced that? I, I embrace it um, to a certain degree. You know, some people can get really consumed in social media and, you know, take comments or, you know, whether it be positive or ne- negative comments, they take it really personally. Um, anyone, not even just me and other artists, but anyone because we're human, you know, we, we, we care about what people say and we care, unfortunately, we care about other people's opinions. And when you're on social media and you're so, you know, you put something that you love and that you're really proud about there and you're going to get negative responses. It's bound to happen. People have their own opinions. You know, you take it very personally. And that's why, you know, I try to distance myself from social media. I'm on it to, you know, make posts and get and care and show people that I care and that I want to be there and I want to, you know, interact with them and engage and, you know, talk to them. But I'm, I'm trying not to, I'm trying to detach taking things so personal and just reminding myself that people have opinions and people are going to hate on you. People are going to try to create drama. So you just have to detach yourself from that. Who gave you the best advice in the country world so far? I would honestly say um, my producer, um, Kai, he's from Blue Light Studio. I love him. He's like a brother to me. And, you know, he always reminds me, you know, be yourself, Sydney. Um, No one else can be you. The -hmm. only person that can be you is you. And rise above, you know, the hate and just embrace who you are because, you know, you, you got the talent, you got what it takes. Just believe in that and embrace it and don't question it. All right. So if you're sitting down uh, to have a snack right now, chips or cheesies? Mm-hmm. Cheesies. M&Ms or Smarties? M&Ms. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Tea or coffee? Uh, coffee. All the way? Black? Double double? Uh, no, with a little bit of coconut milk. Oh, yeah. You and your coconut milk. Okay. <laughs> What's next for you, Sid? Where, uh, what are your plans for uh, now that the single out? What's next for you? Continue writing more music, um, getting more songs out there on Spotify and all that, and uh, performing lots. I really want to do more gigs, um, get myself out there, get my name out there, interact with the fans. Um, I love performing. That's what I really am meant to do on this planet is uh be on that stage and perform and really make people feel and uh, hopefully tour even in the east. I really want to see more of Toronto and Montreal, Manitoba, Calgary, all those beautiful places. And uh, yeah, just keep keep living it in the music world. <laughs> Collaborate <laughs> with people and yeah. Besides uh, Chris Stapleton, obviously is on your playlist. What are you listening to right now? 
Um, I'm listening to Rascal Flats are unfortunately retiring soon. They're doing their farewell tour, and that breaks my heart. So that's I'm crazy to, to think, isn't it? Oh my gosh, it's like I'm I'm over here starting it all, and they're ending it. It's just like, oh, they're just so amazing. <laughs> okay, so Rascal Flats is on your playlist. What else? Rascal Flats, um, Mackenzie Porter, as I said. Um, Dean Brody, I love whiskey in a teacup. It's such a good, good, fun song to sing. Um, I have a whole country playlist here that I've been listening to a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Luke Combs, I love him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan and Shay, um, Dallas Smith, Carrie Underwood, of course, Keith mm-hmm. Urban, Blake mm-hmm. Shelton. God's Country is a great tune. <laughs> yeah, a whole bunch right now. If you were given the opportunity to meet one country star as mm-hmm. an up-and-comer and sit down and have a beverage with that country star, who would it be? Chris Stapleton. Uh, I kind of <laughs> guessed that, but. <laughs> I love him so much. I want to like sing a song with him and do a duet so bad. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to have to send this podcast to him. I have never heard his name mentioned so much in, in 29 <laughs> minutes in my life. <laughs> That's He's awesome. Amazing. He is the guy he is the guy to look up to for sure. Uh Sid, yeah. where can people find you on social media and of course find your music as well? Um I'm on Instagram, Sid Carter West. Um I'm also on Spotify, YouTube, all under Sid Carter West. I have a Facebook page as well, and my website is www.sidcarterwest.com. Sid, I love your uh, your energy. The new track is uh, great, and I wish you all the best and all the success. Uh, I think you're going to go uh, very far in this industry with the attitude that you have and and the passion that you have. So, good luck to you. I look to see. I look forward to see some uh, some amazing things for you in the future. Thank you so much, Tim. That means a lot to me. Thanks for hanging out. Sid Carter West on the podcast. Make sure you check her out. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Inside Today's Country with Tim Black. Don't forget to like and subscribe. This has been a TimBlackOnAir.com production.